Welcome to Safe Dividend Investing. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. I'm author of Income and Wealth from Self-Directed Investing, which is available as both an e-book and as a print book from Amazon.com. Tonight, I will be reading from Chapter 6. This is the second half. Do you want to buy companies whose shares trade for pennies? Or do you want to buy shares that investors are willing to pay at least a few dollars for? You want to invest in stocks that have some established demand in the stock market as reflected in both price and volume of shares traded. A stock that trades only a few thousand shares each day is difficult to both buy and sell. This thin trading causes wide price gaps between what a seller asks and what a buyer will pay for the shares. A share for which you cannot easily find a buyer lacks stability. Buying a stock is very similar to buying a business. Would you want to buy a poorly run, unprofitable, newly formed business with nothing solid to recommend it? No, you're looking for well-managed, profitable companies that have operated successfully for years. Unlike a slot machine in a casino where all you can do is bet your money, pull the lever and hope for the best, a company traded on a stock exchange offers a wealth of information that you can use to predict whether it is a good company to invest in or not. To further protect your investment, you do not put all your money into the potential of one company. You spread your risk and increase the chance of buying a stock in a company that may double in value by investing in several companies that your analysis shows are the best available. The ideal investment objective is spreading your money evenly among 20 good companies. Why 20? Let us suppose that you have a million dollars to invest in the stock market and you want to spread the risk evenly. That puts 50,000 of your million dollars or 5% of your wealth in any one stock. Over 10 years, the stocks will fluctuate up and down. Expect 80% of your portfolio to be up and 20% to be below their initial purchase price. Since no one can accurately predict the future, a disaster may occur and one stock will lose all its value. You may lose the $50,000 you originally invested in that one stock. This is a tolerable loss because the odds are that 80% of your stocks will increase in value. 10% or more of these stocks will double their share price. In addition to offset any losses, every year you will be receiving dividends from the portfolio that should average 6% or $60,000 from a portfolio of 20 stocks. It is entirely possible with time 
your $1 million portfolio will more than double in value despite the possible loss of one stock worth $50,000. If you reduce the number of stocks in your $1 million portfolio to perhaps 10 stocks, you are reducing your chances of having enough growing stocks to offset losses. If you increase the number of shares in your portfolio to 40, you reduce the likelihood of significant gains in your portfolio. It is difficult enough to find 20 good stocks to buy without having to double the objective. It increases the odds that you will pick losers. It also becomes difficult to research and monitor 40 companies. Now that we've defined what we want, how do we find these 20 good stocks? The TD computer system makes it easy and fast, but accept the reality that the perfect stock does not exist. You will always have to compromise and weigh the pros and cons of each stock before you decide if it is good enough to add to your portfolio. I created a computer program that will help you compare and score the desirability of prospective stock purchases. I will email this program free to all those who have bought this book. Email to idm at informus.ca and ask for it. Tell me where and when you bought the book and how much you paid for it. The matrix I use for the scoring program is in chapter 12 if you wish to work out the scores manually. You have established a trading account with the financial institution of your choice. For tax reasons, only stocks traded on the Toronto Stock Exchange are being considered. Why? Because if Canadians invest in U.S. stocks, they encounter both foreign currency fluctuations. As I write this, TD Bank reports that a U.S. dollar equals $1.34 Canadian dollars and a 30% U.S. withholding tax. Income tax breaks for Canadians are only available on dividend income from Canadian stocks. There is also the reality that if you live in Canada, you're much more aware of how changes to the laws and the economy affect your stocks. Note, international diversification is realized by buying shares in large Canadian companies who do billions of dollars in business around the world. There are 4,468 companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Of these, 2,421 are larger companies registered on the Toronto Stock Exchange and 2,047 are smaller companies registered on the more junior venture exchange. The 2,421 larger companies on the TSX must have a tangible net assets exceeding $7,500,000 to qualify for listings on the senior TSX. Out of these 4,468 Canadian stocks, we want 20 good ones to invest in. 
Our definition of good means paying good dividends, showing the possibility of future share price increases in multiple industries. You start this search by going to the search engine, Google, and entering TD login into the search panel. It brings you to the main entry page, My Accounts, TD Canada Trust, TD Bank. My Accounts is highlighted. Over on the right side are two boxes. TD Easy Web Online Banking will take you to your checking account. This is not where we want to go now. We want to take the option below it, which is Web Broker Online Trading. Click on it. A screen-headed Web Broker login appears. Beneath it is a pane for you to enter your username or connect ID, and below that is a pane to enter your password. The username is the account number TD gave you when you set up your trading account and created a password. You press the login button to take you to the next screen. This takes you to the home screen. Home is highlighted in the top left corner. On that same line, are four other headings accounts research trading goals to find your 20 stocks click on the research heading this takes you to the next screen which is headed up markets investments tools education underneath the tools heading is a series of subheadings Quotes, watch lists, charts, screeners, alerts. Click on screeners to take you to the next screen. The new screen is screener stocks. Below it, the single word stocks appears. Three other headings are on the same line. Technical event, mutual funds, ETFs. Below that, is a two-line heading that reads, Pick your strategy and follow along easily. Just below that is a little box with the following. Add, sign, add news. Click on that little box. You're taken to a screen where you enter the criteria for selecting your stocks. The heading on this page is Selection Criteria. Below that, it reads, Selection Criteria to Begin Screening. A box beneath that says, Enter Search Key Word. Below this box are search criteria to choose from. Popular, Company Basics, Debt, Dividend, Growth and Earnings, Performance, Profitability, Technicals, Tradings, Valuation. Click on the first one, Popular. Here you select the criteria to locate suitable stocks. A list of criteria appear. Some of these you will load into your search engine. The list presented includes stock price, exchange, market capitalization, dividend yield, volume 90-day average, bullish indicators, 
Price to Earnings, EPS Growth, 5-Year Historical, Price to Book Ratio, Debt to Equity Ratio. The first one on this list you're going to click on is Stock Price. As soon as you click on it, a graph appears at the top of the screen. On the left it says Stock Price. As you move to the marker to the left, you'll see the words MIN, which stands for minimum, above the start of the dark green bar in the graph. At the other end of the graph is MAX, which stands for maximum. In a box below MIN, the word MIN is repeated, and below MAX, the word MAX is repeated. At each end of the dark green graph, are two white boxes. At the end of the bar under matches appears the number 12,229. This is the total number of stocks that I could access and buy through my TD self-directed account. Why would this number be so large if the Toronto Stock Exchange only has 4,468 stocks listed? This is because Stocks being traded on the U.S. exchanges are also included. If you put your cursor on the bar close to min and slide it to the right, you will see numbers appearing in the box where the word min used to appear. This is setting the minimum price that you want to include in your search for a stock. If you go to the other end of the green bar, and move the white box to the left, you will see a number appearing in the box under max. This limits the price of the stocks to be considered. To eliminate small value stocks from consideration, arbitrarily set the minimum price as close as you can to $1.82 and leave the maximum price bar at max. At the right of the bar, under the heading matches, the high and low selectors reduce the number of stocks to 10,246. Why is the price of a stock an important selector? Public companies live and die by their share prices. Why? Because companies tie executive incentives to the share price. Executives of large publicly traded companies always want their company share price to go up so they can make money on their stock options. At the beginning of each year, a senior executive, as an incentive, may receive an option to purchase several thousand shares at a set price at the end of the year. If, at the end of the year, the price is higher than the option price set at the beginning of the year, they can sell their option shares without having to buy them and pocket the difference, the capital gain, between the option price and the new market share price. If given 10,000 option shares at $50 and at the end of the year they are now worth $52 a share, they would have made $20,000. How is that possible? That would be 520000 minus 
500000 equals $20,000. The tax on capital gains is 50% of the regular income tax. Note, a low share price may show the company has difficulty in attracting investors. If it cannot attract investors, the share price will not realize a capital gain. Lower price stocks under consideration should get extra scrutiny. If you are investing 5% of your money in any one stock, a $50 stock limits how many shares you're going to buy. If the 5% represented $50,000, you could only buy 1,000 shares at $50 each. If the same $50,000 was buying $2 shares, you could only buy 25,000 shares. If the $50 share dollar shares goes up $1, you will make $1,000. If the $2 share goes up $1, you will make $25,000 on the same $50,000 investment. If you have a choice between a good $2 stock, it is far more likely to double in price than a $50 stock. Note, I had understood that you could only place orders in blocks of 100, 200, 500, 1,000, and so on. However, it appears there are investment dealers who put no restrictions on the number of shares ordered. Since we are only interested in Canadian stocks, you remove the U.S. stocks by going to the next selector, Exchange. Include it in this search engine. Exchange is immediately below stock price. As soon as you click on Exchange, the word Exchange appears under the selection criteria. And in the middle, on the next line, below the stock price graph, the wording Any Canadian Exchange appears. On the right, under Matches, a number appears. It now reads that number of stocks left to select from is total 4,468. You have successfully removed the U.S. accounts and have 4,468 Canadian companies now meeting the criteria. This is still too many to analyze. To quickly bring the number down to a manageable level, select the dividend yield criteria. Use a dividend rate of 3.5% as your minimum dividend criteria and leave the maximum rate at max. It now brings the number down to 2,317. This is still too many. You could increase the dividend percentage to a higher number like 7% to bring the number of stocks down to a reasonable number to review. However, it would eliminate many excellent stocks, like the major Canadian banks, who do not have to offer a high dividend percentage to attract investors. Banks keep on increasing the dollar amounts they pay out in dividends. They do this to maintain their dividend yield percentage at roughly the same number in relation to their share price. Example, initially the share price is $100 and the dividend payout is $4.50 annually. This equates to a 4.5% dividend and a yield. When the share price increases to 
$200 to keep the dividend yield at 4.5%, they would have to increase their payout to $9. If your objective is to realize a dividend yield of 6% from all your stocks, you must take more than just the bank's current dividend yield percentage into consideration. Most consider corporations do not pay a dividend. Why are dividends important? If a company is paying a dividend, they know that if the dividend payment to shareholders is eliminated, then stock prices will most likely drop drastically. Their executive bonuses, such as stock options, hinge on increasing the dividend share price. The executives will do everything they can to increase dividends. This not only enriches the executives, but the shareholders as well. You want to own stocks that pay dividends because it is insurance that at least you are going to make something on your investment. The price of a stock will go up and it will go down, but the dollar amount of the dividend paid out will usually remain steady. Dividends allow you to weather those times when the share price may fall. Beware of stocks paying dividends of 10% or more, especially if the company is operating at a loss. Dividend money must come from somewhere. To stop the share price from declining, some desperate companies may borrow the money to pay the expected dividends, or they may even sell assets to pay the dividend. This weakens the company. It is possible for a financially strong company to pay a dividend of 10% or more, but it would be unusual. A company doesn't have to bribe investors with a high dividend to keep its share price high. A good company doesn't have to bribe investors with a high dividend to keep its share price high. A dividend is your share of the annual profits from a successful operation. The company keeps profit money for taxes, research, development, and to pay dividends to the shareholders who invested in their company. They may pay as much as 60% of the profit in dividends. Dividends are taxed at a lower rate than salaried income. A person in the highest income bracket in Canada is paying 54% income tax. If all your income were from Canadian company dividends, you could, on an income of $75,000, pay as little as $2,000 in income tax. Since the corporation paid income tax on what it earned, having to pay income tax on dividend income is a form of double taxation. The government recognized this and thus provides a lower tax rate on dividend income. Note, as the share price increases, the fixed dividend yield percentage will automatically decline. And when the share price decreases, the fixed dividend percentage will automatically increase. Dividends instill a discipline on company executives and focuses them on results. Companies that do not pay dividends argue that they can invest the company profits better than any shareholder. Studies have shown that companies not paying dividends do not invest their profits any more wisely than shareholders who receive the dividends. To bring the 2,317 stocks down to 
a more manageable number, we next go to Volume. You now set this selector to exclude companies whose stocks trade less than 442,999 shares daily on the Toronto Stock Exchange. This brings the vol number of stocks for your consideration down to 52. Out of these 52, you should be able to find 20 good stocks put in your portfolio. Note, if you cannot find enough companies to consider, then you could keep reducing the number of shares being traded daily to increase the number of stocks put forward for consideration. The price of shares has little to do with dividend income. When the market goes down, it only means that the price of most shares have gone down. It does not mean the dividend payments have gone down. One major benefit of owning good dividend stocks is that you can afford to pay minimal attention to the fluctuations in the overall stock market. For over 100 years, the stock market value has risen higher after every decline than it was before each decline. It may take months, even a few years. That is why you do not sell a dividend stock when the market goes down. If you have the cash, you buy good dividend stocks when the market goes down because they will then be at a bargain price and we the first stock prices to rise. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Thank you.